0: You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com.
1: All right, final segment of Acadiana's morning news. And uh, only a couple minutes left to spend here with you. Moon Griffon is uh, back in studio today. So he's, uh, I can hear him in the lobby right now, uh, talking about what he will be. talking about in today's program all right so interesting article you could check out at the website. as more workers are returning to the office more office space is becoming available that's uh, a national trend right now but in Houston and Dallas okay if you're looking for some free office space some new nice office space well you want to look in those areas in Houston and Dallas because figures from CoStar and JP Morgan point to some concerning trends. So the biggest being the value of office buildings are falling rapidly as they're becoming more, as they were uh, apparently overbuilt over the last decade. So a Yahoo.com article points out that the two cities made more new office space available between 2010 and 2011, and uh, 2021, excuse me, than all regions except New York. Now, what happens is the value of office space, there was all these office spaces that were built Um, you had interest rates that were so low and they building and building and they're still building, especially in those areas. But the problem is a lot of people are, whether they're working remotely or they're going back to their own office or whatever, office space is becoming available. Um, you've got businesses that have closed down as well. That's making office space available, but you're having a lot of landlords that are having office spaces becoming vacant and people that are not renewing their uh, lease agreements with them. And so to put it in perspective, the national average of empty office space was 12.5% at the end of 2022. In Houston, it was 18.8%, and in Dallas, it was 17.2%. Okay? Now, the good news is that Houston and Dallas also saw more employees heading back into their offices instead of working at home than other big cities. Houston saw 60% worker attendance, while Dallas saw more than 50. Um, but remote work does continue to cause problems for the market, and more and more vacancies, again, are, are look they could be seen because you have more and more construction of more office space that's happening now in those cities and all across the country as well. So just uh, something to keep a, an eye on, and that's something that could affect banks as well, which a lot more time we needed to be getting to to talk about that. But go check out the, web, uh, the article on the website, kpal965.com. Uh, it's kpal965.com. You'll see it uh, near the top. All right, that will do it for Acadiana's morning news. Uh, Moon Grafon is coming up next. And uh, before that, though, your Fox Business Report and your WinCash code for your 9 o'clock hour is all on the way. Thank you so much for listening to us here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Have a great one.
2: Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 965, KPL.
3: The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report.
4: There were more people filing for unemployment benefits for the first time last week. New claims rose 5,000 to 245,000. The number of people signing up for unemployment continues to remain low by historic standards. The number of weekly claims was running around 200,000 at the start of the year and has gradually moved higher. Another reading on business activity from the Philadelphia Federal Reserve indicates business in that region continues to slow. Tesla's profit margins dropped in the recent quarter as it cut prices for its electric vehicles and CEO Elon Musk stands by the cut saying it's a good time to increase Tesla's leads. Key Corp, a major regional bank, reported disappointing earnings and a drop in deposits. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosolda,
5: invested in you.
0: Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as 123. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the 123 protection plan at 833 404 Gold. That's 833 404 Gold. News
3: Talk 965 KPL Brew Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at Matthew-James.com.
6: Success than failure. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. For SpaceX launching the world's biggest and most powerful rocket ever about a half hour ago in Texas. But then a few minutes into the flight, the Starship's first test and the unmanned mission failed, exploding. The hope, though, is to someday use the ship to send astronauts to Mars. There's a lot of damage around Oklahoma City. The morning after tornadoes tore through, killing people in the hard-hit community of coal, two of them. Shawnee also got a bad, a lot of trees down and damaged homes and cars.
3: All the windows are shattered. Um, there's actually a stick in the passenger door. It looks like somebody shot it with a gun, but it's it's a stick smaller than my pinky.
6: Becca Ingram manages a pizza place where she gave people shelters. The Twisters rage. There are more than 17,000 power outages. House Republicans already investigating President Biden's son's business dealings now want to probe what an IRS agent seeking whistleblower status alleges that the Biden administration is thwarting a tax investigation into Hunter Biden. This
2: is very troubling and it certainly comes from the follow-on to the uh, Biden campaign having used four members of the intelligence community to classify the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation.
6: Congressman Mike Turner also chairs the House Intel Committee and is starting a joint investigation with the Armed Services Committee probing the Defense Department over the leaks of classified intelligence.
2: And the other aspect that we learned yesterday, which there's bipartisan outrage for, is really the extent of which clearance uh, awards, clearance investigations are not conducted.
6: The accused leaker, Jack DeShera, jailed 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guardsman, is accused of posting classified documents online. Moments ago, another Republican state put restrictions on transgender health care. The governor signed a bill that criminalizes health care providers who give gender-affirming care to people under the age of 18. America's listening to Fox News. The internet can be an all-you-can-eat buffet for identity thieves.
4: Ugh, so full. Too many maiden names. And social security numbers. Where'd you find those? By the password bar. Can't miss them.
6: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you could miss by monitoring your credit and bank statements. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS. Go to LifeLock.com. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ziprecruiter.com's.
3: It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code.
1: All right, your code for this hour is 796. That's 796.
7: Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana today. Temperatures are going to be getting to about 84 degrees for the high. We'll see mostly sunny skies to start, but clouds will start getting in the afternoon with winds from the south at 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows in the upper 60s, and then for tomorrow, plenty of cloud cover with some showers and thunderstorms rolling through early in the morning. Could have a couple strong, possibly isolated, severe thunderstorms out there as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
2: The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96 5, KPL, or Townsquare Media. Ooh.
8: Hello, welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Finally back in the South. <laughs> finally back home. <laughs> You've been on the air, you just hadn't been in the studio. I uh, know, but I mean, it's, it's always good to sit back in the studio where you used to and, and uh, enjoyed both the, both, the, both the shows on the road, had a great visit, got to meet a bunch of great people. It's always pretty cool. Anyway, welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. I am here, I am in studio, be here today and tomorrow, no problem. Uh, we have a special guest, folks. You know, this uh, legislature is uh, trying to, and, and the guy leading the charge to, to, to spend every penny we got and more is Governor Bill Edwards and uh, uh, Blank Page Cortez. Actually, I saw Blank Page last night, and he didn't say hi. I don't understand it. We were always wearing the same color shirt, right? It was almost mm-hmm. like we were brothers in, in, in kindred you know, spirit. <laughs> so, Joel Robidoux, tax man, Mr. Gamlin. The two guys that expanded gambling were there, and they didn't say hi. I don't, I don't understand that. But anyway, we're gonna rock and roll. We have it's good to always get him on here, Daniel Ersh Palmer with the Pelican Institute. Daniel, how you doing, bud? Hey, good morning. It's great to be with you. Well, it's great to have you with us, brother. I promise you. You, uh, I know you. I know you're on it again, and you just put out a big piece on some dealing with the budget, dealing with all the stuff, dealing with the legislature. Talk about the piece. Yeah, by the way, the piece that we're gonna talk about. Is this where they can go to your website and read about it?
2: Yes. If you go to pelicanpolicy.org and look for that citizen's guide to the Louisiana budget, uh, it'll help start to make some sense of the craziness that is all the tax money of ours that that our government is spending.
8: Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, you know, I, I laugh because Daniel, Daniel said, I heard you bitching me on the program the other day. <laughs> I said, I sure did. I said, I think I'm the only one fighting the spending cap. And uh, so I said, uh, lobby, and of course I mentioned y'all, and I knew you was coming, you were (laughs) going to come on. And I did (laughs) say you were putting it out next week, so I wanted to let you know that, because you don't always get the good stuff. Uh, Lobby, uh, cable, par, uh, state Republican Party, nobody's talking about the spending cap race, and uh, we're just going to keep spending money. So first of all, tell us where you're at on this, as far as the Pelican Institute. What do you feel is the best thing to do with it? Yeah, you know,
2: you, you, you're you've set up the problem well. We the the state is swimming in money, both from federal dollars and and maybe we'll talk a little bit about where the money's coming from and what it's looking like, even in just the state uh, state tax dollars that that we're sending to Baton Rouge. And so, you know, here's the problem we get into, and this is the same old story every every time, right? When when collections are down, when the economy's down a little bit. Um, we raise taxes to make up deficits only because when the times were good, we spent all the money that came in. And it's this never ending cycle that has led us to exactly what we've seen over the last couple of years. And here we are again at a turning point where we say, how much is enough? Uh, how much money does the state have to spend in order for it to be enough and for us to give give relief back to taxpayers? And so our perspective is we've got to stay fiscally responsible, Uh, use one-time dollars one time and i think there are some areas to work together on this um and and then let's let's start or i should say continue the hard work of getting tax policy right reforming the tax code and giving relief to taxpayers
8: yeah you know one of the things that you know you mentioned the fact that it's federal money and there's some state increases but the federal money caused the state increases let's just be blunt that that's that's put some people to work and things of that nature, but that's all short-term stuff. And, you know, Daniel, we're not looking at this budget like we should have looked at with Katrina. You know, once we got a post-Katrina budget, we felt like we had to keep spending at that level, and that hurt us. Yep. I got a bad feeling. I'm looking at the size of the budget. I think Edwards came in. It was twenty seven, twenty eight, and it's 45, 8 now. I got a bad feeling that we're trying to spend post-COVID when really if we went back to 2019... Uh, it would be more in line of what we need to be at, and it would probably help us in a lot of areas. Oh, oh, no question about it. Imagine
2: if we could have controlled spending in a meaningful way, the kind of economic boom that we could be having, right? We talk a lot about tax reform. I know we'll talk more about it. But to get tax reform right, to get tax relief to taxpayers, that means we have to stop spending. We have to control spending to reasonable levels. Uh, our recommendation, of course, is that government should grow along with inflation and population. If the population is growing, great. That means more people are paying taxes, more people are working, more people are creating jobs. Sure, sure. But so long as we're in a stagnant economy, the government should not be growing this big.
8: Yeah, but that's, that's what's happened with COVID. And let's be blunt, hurricanes and floods, I mean, we've had our share of them, no doubt. It was nice to not see yep. any hurricanes last year. I, I hope we go five or six years without a hurricane. It would be really awesome. Don't know it. Nobody can predict that. But I don't like walking. My good friend CB Ferguson used to say, "You know what? It wouldn't be for a hurricane or two. Economic development would be tough." And I think it's shown in the element of young people that are leaving the state. We lost sixty-seven thousand the last two years. Those are young professionals, people looking for a better opportunity, and they're not finding it here. And that—that's my frustration. We don't do anything to change that right there.
2: Amen. Yeah, you know, this is uh, this is all part, as we've talked about before, of, of the Pelican Institute's Louisiana's comeback agenda. That if we have any hope uh, of being competitive, and look, you and know, I talked about it before, Louisiana should be the economic powerhouse of the country. I agree. I agree, 100. Five, five of the top 15 ports in the country, the most active natural gas sector, some of the most oil refineries, the mouth of the Mississippi River, uh, good access to land and water and transportation. There's just no reason. We shouldn't be booming except for bad policy, and that's where we are.
8: Uh, Daniel Ertz-Palmer, of course, president and CEO of the Pelican Institute. You can go check him out. Check out that. What's the website, Daniel? Pelicanpolicy.org. Okay. And what you're talking about, a lot of this stuff is already on your page, and I, I recommend people go. Y'all have offered real solutions. We've had y'all on here a lot to talk about these solutions uh, that can make a difference in the state. My concern is this. like I'll give you an example. Uh, Richard Nelson, young man, bright young man. I've I've had him on the program several times, wants to get rid of the income tax. But there's such a fight in the good old boy network system that we have here not to change anything. That becomes Uh the enemy of the state. So you say, look at Texas, look at Florida, look at all these states that are doing real well. And people look at them and say, yeah, but the municipalities that all go running to state government, everybody goes running to state government. Everybody thinks they're not going to get theirs. And so the fear of change doesn't drive change. The fear of change means we'll just just stay where we are because we know who we are. But that's not good enough if we're going to change this state. And that's my fear. Nelson didn't even get a look. And the municipalities, and you had even representatives, well, you know, mine wants Homestead exemption. They don't want it to change. And it, it's, it's more complicated than doing a couple things. There's a lot of big-picture stuff. But I think the biggest problem is the number of people that, for lack of a better word, suck up on the state government. I, I, I just think that's where our problem is. Of
2: course you know and i'll I'll give you a great example of this happening right now the The status quo forces who are trying to keep things the way they are. I know you and I went back and forth and and had great debate over the sure. the, the tax changes in the last couple of years. but one thing, as you know that that many conservatives insisted upon was to say hey this is this is a start, and I know we hate that word, but we're going to put triggers on this that say if this does begins to do what we know it will. If you lower, flatten, simplify tax rates, you're going to get more economic growth. And you're going to get more collections. And we're seeing that those triggers are should hit. Our numbers suggest they will trigger this year. In the first year, they're eligible, fiscal year 2024. And let me tell you, the effort going around in that building to try to make sure they don't happen that exactly the policy we're trying to get done. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I got to, you know, give it to, uh, to Senator Allen and others who are standing firm to say, no, we've, we, we passed this for a reason. We want to provide tax relief. We got to do more than that. But the very least we can do is is let the policies work that, that we passed, you know, last year. And,
8: and you remember, if you recall, I told you, if they pass it, that don't mean they'll hold that somebody's going yeah. to try. try to screw with it because they, they panic. And the sad thing about it is they, They got so much money right now. That's all going to go away in a year or two. People got to realize the federal government's broke. They're making even worse decisions than some of the ones in Baton Rouge. And that's not good because we are now become so dependent on the federal government and the money that they print. Yeah. So... so so what does
2: that mean, right? When we're in a, a, I'll put quotes around it. You can't see my fingers, but boom years. Mm-hmm. What, what that means is we've got to use this opportunity. And what we call on the legislature to do is be smart. And some of it they're doing. There's over $3 billion or will be by the end of this fiscal year in uh, savings accounts, both the rainy day fund and this thing most people don't know exists called the Re- uh, budget stabilization fund, which now has uh, more than two, almost $2 billion in it. Uh, they, the, the house took some smart action here just in the last uh, the last couple of days to pay down retirement debt, to buy down some of the infrastructure debt. We should be doing all of those things to get ready for the tax relief that's necessary to make sure we've got money set aside to, to help over the humps, that's a good thing, but now it's time to start giving some relief and, and begin that process to phase out the income tax. We can do this, Moon, and you and I've talked about it before and no doubt we'll talk about it again. The Pelican Institute has a plan to phase out the, the personal income tax without swapping it for another tax or raising it somewhere else by exactly what we're talking about today. If we can control spending, if we can constrain that urge to to grow government every time we we have the opportunity, we can phase out this income tax. We don't need to be reliant on it. But that means lawmakers need to be using funds they have now – to, to begin that transition, to invest in one-time infrastructure projects or pay down debt so that the budget can be lower in the future. That's a smart, prudent you know, way to do it.
8: one of the proceed. things uh, – let me do this, Daniel. I want to come back and, and hold you just one more short segment. Uh, Daniel Eris, Palmer, Pelican Institute. One of the things that bothers me when we say boom years, it looks like it's boom for government. But is it boom for the people? That's the question. And I don't think it's boom for the people. I think it's just boom for government. Anyway, we take a break. We'll talk to Daniel Earth another segment to go. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. What's well, This Moon Graffon. You know, when i want to go saltwater fishing, I call Captain Norman at a Charters. Captain Norman at a Charters is going to put you on the fish. Whether it be speckled trout or redfish, call Captain Norman now. 337-884-0658, 337-884-0658. It's called aspeccharters.com. Call Captain Norman. I just gave you a cell number. He wants to take you fishing. He wants you to have a good time, and you catch fish with Captain Norman. Aceback Charters, Captain Norman, 337
0: 884
8: You know that Acadiana
0: Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880.
8: All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, and or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater in, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street, and Highland Road, and Baton Rouge, and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. This is Moon Graffana. Show. Great to have you with us. eight four four seven six 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 zero seven 766 6607 Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, you can always email me, moon at moongrafon.com. A lot of great stories and stuff coming up for you later in the program. Uh, Daniel Palmer with the Pelican Institute joins us. Dan, you know, you mentioned boom years, but I-, I want it to be boom years for the private sector. I mean, the government sector, I mean, with the with the help of storms and, and uh, hurricanes and floods and COVID, they're booming, but but the average citizen ain't out there booming like that. I mean, we're losing people. Probably going to lose a congressman after 2030 census. That's the stuff that bothers me. I know where you're trying to get to is where we can, if we can do smart things now, we can give some relief back to the taxpayers. But it seems to be the problem. They just don't want to give relief back to the taxpayers. Yeah, you, you, you're absolutely
2: right about that. Um, You know, the, the way you get to that kind of boom, the way we help people boom is to make sure we do prudent things in government. We, again, talk a lot about taxes, but you're hitting the nail on the head. It's spending that drives tax policy. And we have the most complex Budget of any state in the country, 90% of that between federal funds and dedicated funds are all locked up, uh, representing priorities from other people long ago that current lawmakers don't even have really the ability to deal with. Um, so there's a lot of challenges just in, in structure that's set up. To do exactly what we're seeing, it's set up to perpetuate big government. It's set up uh, to to continue to grow, and that's where we have the opportunity really to get control of this and give people back to to bring jobs and opportunity back and get our families back to
8: work. Are you are you concerned that uh, I, I know the Senate President is, but are you concerned about them pushing? I mean, you got a Republican supermajority in House and Senate. Are you concerned about them pushing, spending all this money? Because basically, that's what. Some lawmakers are not doing that. They want to get rid of some of the debt and pay down some debt and stuff, which is smart. But are you concerned about them spending all this money? And where does does that leave Uh, us, really? Yeah. No, I I am
2: concerned. I think, you know, we've got to be watchdogs and hold the line that any money is spent over and above. Uh, Certainly, if there's a discussion of breaking the spending cap, but that those are paying down debt preparing for the future, and investing and, and such, spending on uh, the long backlog of, of one-time transportation projects so that we're not getting ourselves into that big mess again. I'll, I'll just give an example of this, Moon, to your point. Looking back at the, the last fiscal year, you know the, the legislature passed a budget that was just over $10 billion. Mm-hmm. Everybody, maybe, maybe not everybody's happy. Some people, of course, always want more. But that was a budget everyone voted on believed we could live with and then they recognized another 1.6 billion dollars throughout the year that of course some went into savings but a lot of it got spent 788 million dollars went into that revenue stabilization fund most people don't know exists and then now they've got another 700 million that they've recognized that they've got to decide what to do with so we went from 10 billion a budget that that we believed the state could live on to 2022, $13.3 And this doesn't include federal dollars. No, now, of course, this money. is an effect state in part of the – that's right. But that's just state money. So we've got to we've got to get a hold of that. We've got to have structures in the budget that 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 protect taxpayers that set up for good, positive reform that puts more money back in people's pockets and does it responsibly so that we're not lurching from one, quote unquote, fiscal cliff to the next. And and these scare tactics mean that we don't make good decisions. But if we look at this holistically. We
8: can do it. They've already started with the scare attacks. We're not going to be able to play the, uh, the, the roof program. We're not going to be able to pay for this. We're not going to do matching funny the demand. They already started it. It's the same stuff we heard from Huey Long, Edwin Edwards, Bell Edwards to now, well, you we still got Bill Edwards. I mean, you got lawmakers and Republican lawmakers that are threatening people by saying, we're going to lose this and live. we heard the hospitals were going to close. I mean, it's the same thing that they're they pushing right now. And that bothers me yep. because, like you said, when you're doing that, you don't make smart decisions.
2: That's right. And that's so I think, you know, is is my call to the legislature. Certainly our conversations with them are be smart. Let's get ready. You know, this this governor has indicated that he's not interested in signing further tax reform. At least that's what we've heard. I'd love for him to say otherwise. Um, You know, I think lawmakers should push it, but know that that might be next year that that happens. Um, so let's do everything we can now to prepare for that, everything we can now to make sure the, the, the state budget is set up to help put more people, more money back in the pockets of, of the taxpayers who paid it to begin with.
8: Oh, no doubt about it. I just uh, you know, want to see the state do better. I mean, I know we can. Uh, you've got to have a willpower. You know how hard it's been. I mean, I know you've got lawmakers yeah. that have been working with you, but if you look from now where you are and when you started with this, it's been an uphill climb. Now, you know, it's worth the fight because it means Louisiana will be better. But and I'm glad, you know, we had some guys with these rainy day funds and he's putting this money back because if they didn't put that in law, we wouldn't be putting money back. Let's just be blunt. Yeah. We wouldn't have any money back. But some elected officials and governor at the time said we're going to do this and we're going to do it right. And, I, and I'm glad they did that. Yeah.
2: It's just... Yeah. No, that, that's right. We it's, it's fiscally prudent. It sets up all the right things, and it makes sure. Now, now the thing we have to make sure, is, as you've been saying, is let's keep our foot on the gas in terms of getting the state ready for real reform, because if we don't phase out this income tax, we don't get budget in control, if we don't do things like universal school choice and others that are important, we're, we have no hope of being competitive. You know, These were had... things that were once we want to do. Now we have to.
8: Yeah, but look how quick the income tax bill died. I'm not saying you were far against the one that currently went, but it died real quick because of people yep. coming up and saying, well, if you do that, we're gonna lose money over here. And I, I, my thing is when Texas they doing this, and how come they're not losing the money over there, you know? Anyway, yep. Daniel Palmer, we'll do it again. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Talk soon. All right, we'll do it again. All right. We gotta take a break. More to come, Moon show. We'll be right back.
7: is out of control, Louisiana's education system failing our kids, and our economy one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So, Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor. Jeff
3: Landry. Paid
8: for by Landry for Louisiana. Oh, Shucks, you been hearing me brag about Shucks? Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks, let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you gotta go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh. Louisiana is unique. The
6: food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating.
8: Call them today, make pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Y'all listen up. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back, folks. It is great to be with you. 844-766-6607 is the number. It's a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Boy, I tell you, we got a lot of stuff today. It's just it, I'm just I'm loaded up, and I want to start with this. I actually was at a function last night, Brandon. I had uh, me and uh, a Blank Page Cortez was there. How about the tax man, Mister Gambling uh, Agent uh, Joel Robledo? say hi. I don't understand why they didn't come out and say hi. I'd love to have said hi to him. Anyway. You get the Roboto shuffle, huh? I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to go and ask can you show me that shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it on my phone. He don't know that. But oh, I do. Uh, uh Then I, so I started looking at all the state stuff uh, for the last couple of days. I've been kind of on the road and didn't get a chance to get a lot of it. But the spending cap just raising the spending cap on to bother everybody. Down in Baton Rouge. It ought to bother them that they want to go around and spend all this money. I'm just telling you, we should be mad at them. Uh, We should be mad at any Republican that wants to raise these spending caps. And look, they already planned the game. Remember what I told you? They're going to put some stuff below the budget line. We don't raise taxes. We can't do this. That's what... You Longed it, Edwin Edwards done, Bell Edwards, remember? Close the hospitals. Remember David Calicard? By the way, is he called? Okay, Brian says, no, he hadn't called yet. He goes, but the hospitals, we're gonna lose the hospitals. And and the guy that's leading the charge to spend every single penny is, is Senator Blank Page Cortez. Matter of fact, him, Brett Ally, they are they are all over in the house telling people, You better raise this, you gotta spend this money. And, and that ought to frustrate people. Republicans leading the charge to spend every penny we got with a two-thirds vote in the House and the Senate. Why do they want to do that to the next governor? Why do they want to keep putting us in a bind? So uh, I, I'm reading these articles, and it's blank page leading the charge. Here's one article. Bills could face a chilly reception in the upper chamber as Senator President Blank page, Cortez, one Wednesday and failing to raise the expenditure limit would create uh, problems. The state would not be able to access federal reallocations for transportation. See what they did? Put roads. This is, folks, this is, this is like every time they get in a problem, they come back. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. And they come in there and they're going to talk about, well, we don't spend money. We can't fix nothing. But there's Cortez acting like Bell Edwards. We're not going to have reallocations, uh, reallocations for transportation, he argued. Nor could he spend the money on a fortified roof program lawmakers want to fund. So we can't fund to help fix these roofs if we don't spend, 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 because it's not a priority. You know why you put stuff on the bottom line? Here's your budget. You put everything that you want that people are going to want below the budget line. In other words, I'm not going to fund it unless you give me some more money. That's Blank Page. Blank Page is playing very well with the Lario, with the Edwin Edwards, with the Bell Edwards, and all the leftists and good old boy network. That's exactly what he's doing. This is not a leader, folks. This is a wuss. He's doing the same thing we had when David Calacod came in here. By the way, he ain't called, huh? okay, okay. He got oh, we don't get the money to we'll close the hospitals, but they can they can only do priorities the right way if we give them every penny, folks. This they, we ought to be laughing at blank page. People ought to he ought to he ought to get his Republican stripes ripped off his shoulders for doing what he's doing. Brad Island doing the same thing over there. You better pass it. I got friends to take care of. So what they're gonna do, they're gonna put things that are important like the fortified roof program, which is a unique program, that they only need about branded 10 or 20 million, whatever it is. And oh no, we're gonna put that below the budget. And if we can't raise taxes, or in this case, spend the money, we can't fix nothing. Why ain't that a priority? Why ain't that a priority more than giving somebody money for their lake or their reservoir or their program or their buddy's project back home? Because you know what, Brandon? Just think if you prioritize the spending, which they never have, and you spent just that. Then they came by and said, Hey, Brandon, we can't build a lake and reservoir if you don't increase taxes or spend. You know what you're going to say? Good. See, so what you do is you put the important things below the budget, and then you go out and say, "We can't fund these programs," and it's all important stuff—transportation. That's this is the folks we we are food over and over and over again. And the sad thing about this is the Republican Party leading the charge. It's the Republican leaders, blank page Cortez, Brett Allen. That's what they're doing two-thirds vote in the House and the Senate, and they want to act more like a leftist Democrat than did... Why are we electing Republicans? Somebody explain it to me again, because apparently you can explain it to me, but you can't learn it from me, because I don't understand why we're electing Republicans. The Fortified Roof Program. Okay? You can't fix the Fortified Roof Program unless we spend it all. Okay? And Brett Alliance over there, too. He's telling people, hey, if you don't break the cap, we can't fund your projects back home. Here we go. This is how you buy Republicans who can be bought just like anybody else. I already saw Fred Mills on TV talking about maybe... Spending it, we got to do that. Cortez is going Monday to the Senate Finance Committee. Folks, the expenditure limit program was put in place, it was put back in the 90s to limit the boom and bust cycle of state funding from all revenues. What did Daniel Ernst Palmer just say? Boom or bust, boom or bust, boom or bust, because we're not smart in the boom. Now, the boom ain't for you and me, it's for government. Always for government. You go, if you could go take what blank page Cortez is worth today, watch what he's going to be worth when he gets out. Folks, they keep talking about one-time money. Brett Guymon and a group has proved Edwards' budgets. Seven out of eight, if you count this one, use They use one-time money in the budget. They use a lot of one-time money in the budget. The facts are there. It was the legislative auditor that came up with it, or the fiscal auditor. Can't say, yeah, we've been using one-time money just about the whole time Edwards has been in, except for one year. So my question is, why is the Republicans leading the charge Why are they leading the charge to spend every penny? There's some good bills in the house to take this money, okay, and and, and take care of our public retirement debt. We got a lot of money to get some of that straight. Why don't we do something good instead of letting these guys, especially Cortez and them, take care of whatever their buddies and anything else they want? Why are they not fighting for the people in the state of Louisiana? Cortez is full of crap, just like the rest of them. And the Republican Party ought to take his stripes off. This is embarrassing. But that's the Senate. It's, 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 it's a shame. The spending cap, we don't need to raise it, folks. The spending debt, the debt ceiling, or whatever you want to call it. We don't need to spend more money. He gets us in trouble every single time. And Blank Page and Brett Island are leading the charge. By the way, I know Cortez won't come. You think Island will come back and explain this to us? Last time he left, he wasn't too happy with it. Come on, Brett, come back. Bring Page with you. we got to take a break with we'll you right back. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is Line.One. Hi.
9: I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422.
8: I do want to mention my good friends of the Louisiana Sportsman Coalition. This coalition is working to protect public access to our tidally-influenced waters. There's a group called Louisiana Sportsman Coalition that's fighting for you and me to be able to fish all the waterways that we can't fish anymore. Folks, I'm telling you, if you like to fish, and even if you don't like to fish, this ought to be an important cause to you. You can't just call private water. I mean, public waterways private property. And that's what we do in Louisiana. So 80% of this tidally-influenced water is down south or now you can't fish them. So why call it Sportsman's Paradise? Bassmasters ain't coming here anymore because they said the, 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 the rules of trying to get to places are so stringent, and the laws are so stringent, they're not coming anymore. And, uh, and so I'm asking you to join Louisiana Sportsman's Coalition. It's called joinLASC.com. JoinLASC.com. We need people with the money to fight to keep us, the voices out there, to fight for us to be able to go f- fishing. Well, we need to go, which is in our public waters. It's very important. Join LACS.com. What would you do if... Welcome back, Moon Grafon Show. Great to have you with us. It is a Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, 844 766 6607 Is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Let's go to Miss Rosemary and Lafayette. Miss Rosemary, how you doing?
5: I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. But I promise you I eat better than my second cup of coffee. You get me all jazzed up. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I ain't trying to do that, I promise Appreciate you. the
5: energy I uh, Thank you, babe. um I, I noticed you were talking about the, the sportsmen's associations and protecting our natural resources for the future, and then you're talking about the legislature. So I, I, I'm right on point with both of those items. Um, Joe Ogeron in um, Lafouche Parish has put forth a bill, 576, House Bill 576, to uh, limit the pogey boats from being within a quarter mile of any landmass and limiting the catch. Now, every other state on the Gulf, with, with the exception of Louisiana, has uh, mile limits and um, and and catch limits. They take a billion pounds of pogey, of, of menhaden yeah, yeah. out of the Gulf off Louisiana waters every year. I don't want to kill the industry. I'm not, nobody's talking about that. But the only way it's going to continue to thrive is if they uh, use their use their powers, use their, their ships uh, reasonably and responsibly. So what we what what uh, uh, Joe is trying to do is get a one mile limit off the shore, a quarter mile. The slightest wind is going to drag those nets right up on shore and take everything and they, with they've it. Tried, seaweed, they've
8: tried. The they, uh, they tried to pass a bill like that. I think last year, the year before last, and and twice, and twice and
5: before, and it got killed in the Senate because the it Senate, was
8: it was sort of. The Senate's where everything gets killed, and it makes no sense. I we don't. It, it, and we it, don't try to. We don't try to do anything like other states, and and that's a smart thing. I mean, a bill's a a pretty good bill to back all that out.
5: Well, the, the thing that, that that happens in the Senate is it gets out. It doesn't get out. It doesn't get out of committee, and uh, it, it but just you know It's it it you know voluntarily taken like, off.
8: It goes back to the Senate well, President, not. Watching what he's doing, I tell you what, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm am i a, I'm gonna let you, you get in touch with Joe and tell him this, on in the bill, put some kind of expansion of gambling, and I will promise you, <laughs> blank, I'm serious, Blank Page Cortez, and if especially if his buddy uh, Joe Robredo can make some money, Blank Page Cortez will walk that bill through the Senate, through the committee, well, through the Senate, moon, through moon, the House, moon, he moon, would. Moon. I'm being honest with you because expanding I, I gambling, they I do, it.
5: you know. I understand. And all vendettas and all of that aside, this is such a serious issue in terms of of it's got, at least public information. Make make create public response. Let them call. Let them call Bob Henskins. Let them call Paige Cortez. Mm-hmm. Let them understand that we are watching because this is not going to kill the industry. Okay. Nope. Not uh, not Clay Higgins was there to dedicate the boat for the. Uh, for the um the, uh the 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 pogey boats the last big Big mothership that they that they launched out there in Vermilion parish we're not trying to kill the industry what no. we are trying to do is perpetuate it and the way you perpetuate it is is get get the the, 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 the mile in the, these things are 15 eighteen hundred feet long and 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 it the slightest change in the tide at a quarter mile limit is just going to drag it over vulnerable areas mm-hmm. um, i i I think you know please continue to raise the question among the public and and with with the Senate, don't kill this bill. What, uh,
8: House, give me the bill again.
5: House bill five seven six. Joe Ogeron, out of uh, Lafourche Parish, is uh, really really um, you know it, it, it has a, a strong handle on the technology on the science behind it. And uh, and and as as all of us, he he t- takes omega omega three oils. We all do. So you know nobody wants to kill the industry but uh we are trying to get a more responsible use of our our uh, our uh, resources every other state florida doesn't allow it at all did you know that
8: no, There's I don't no remember which states. I knew other states did a better job than we're doing, but once again, yeah, but
5: well, Florida allows no per seining. Mississippi and Alabama have a 1-mile limit from every every landmass including the barrier islands. Plus they have a catch limit. Texas catch limit, 1-mile also. We are the, we are we are basically the armpit of the Gulf, and I'd like to use another part of the anatomy, but the armpit works. Uh, you know, <laughs> you we better, you better we, stick we to we, the they're, armpit, that's bad enough. Yeah, well, I mean, they're taking all of the uh, the two percent of the Gulf catch that comes out of the, that that's that's uh, annually taken comes out of Louisiana waters, not the others. We we have an unlimited billion pound catch this year, billion pound. They uh, overfished a, a net uh, last year, and they had nine hundred thousand uh, uh, pounds of fish left. Uh, Left on the beach, they had to cut the net loose because
8: it was it was dragging
0: the boat in. Yeah, yeah.
5: all right, oh, Miss Rosemary. Just, I appreciate it.
8: I am familiar with the uh, with the uh, the pogies, and I am familiar with what been doing. So I do appreciate it
5: it to let to, to, to rise up and make this work because okay. it's going to kill they're going to kill their own industry it, it's you know they, they, they they're they going to kill it unless they they begin to, to deal responsibly and the only way they're going to deal responsibly is someone gives them a boot in the pants to yeah. do it
8: yeah. all right thank you ma'am yeah and and, and uh, she she made the point of uh the senate uh the senate is where everything's been shot down folks i'm just telling you we we don't you know, you don't, you don't send. You know, we're gonna send cocktail coups on it. He's gonna be the same as the rest of these senators. They're gonna, they're not gonna change anything. We need real leadership in the Senate. We don't have that right now. And uh, you know, the fell. I think this is a good bill. This is, uh, you know, he's the one that wants to win, be able to <laughs> bring windmills out there and things like that. But uh, he's right on this bill. I think he's wrong on the other one. Uh, his boats and windmill and family business. Well, he got a bill passed. But this bill right here what Ms. Rosemary is talking about, I mean, they've brought it up several times. And the Senate, they don't like something, they kill it. Now, how can something be killed in the Senate when you've got a supermajority of Republicans? I, you know, I, I just, you know, the state party is going to have to do something with these bogus Republicans. They're bogus. And, uh, and, and the leaders bogus. But, you know, you can talk to these people, but they always do what they want, and she's right. When anytime you want something killed, they kill it in the Senate uh, committees. And they do it in the House too, some, but the, the Senate is where all this thing gets killed. Uh, you know, they ought to not be trying to spend more money in Baton Rouge. They ought to be trying to spend less. But that's not what they do. We got so many people that suck up the state government. Municipalities, I mean, everybody just come keep giving. What? Let me ask you a question. Let's take a day. Federal government says, hey, guys we sending y'all to state government and the local governments. Let's just take a figure. We're in $50 billion back to local governments and state governments. And the state and the federal government said, we can't do that anymore. We can only send $25 billion. And you're set up to take money from state a federal government. And the f- state government's not going to get that much. And the federal government's not going to send well What are you going to do? And I tell you, there's, there's people listening to this program going, we're screwed. Why do you want to put yourself in a position to be screwed? Why do you want to put yourself in a position that you're going to fail? And, and yet, that's what we're doing because everything is spin, 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 spin. Should, there shouldn't be one Republican out there wanting to spend that money. Not one. And you got the head of the Senate the Senate president and Brett Allen out there begging everybody, fussing at them, you better do this or we can't spend money on the things we need to do. The Fortified Roof Program. Brandon, I've been reading about this. They've been doing this in other states. They say this is the best program. They come in there and they really, and, and, and the government's helping these people so they can do these roofs because, you know, if your roof holds up, you know, if your house is not flooded and the walls don't cave, it's all about the roof. And they say this is really protecting roofs, okay? So you got a program that would work like they do in other states. And and Cortez and then we are going to put the budget, put this below the budget line, so you have to spend more. Sometimes when they put it below the budget line, it's because you have to tax more. That's what we saw when Edwards, when he first came in, okay? The .45 sales tax, they, they tripped out on that. They get to panicking. And what happens to these legislators, folks, I'm going to tell you, they hear from the people that want to keep spending money more from, than the people that tells them enough's enough. In other words, if you see something and you're not calling your representative, he might have 10 people. 10 people to every one that calls him and say, hey, I need you to spend that money. and Nobody stands up and that's, that's, that's a problem. So we should stop. There's a great Republican plan on the House side to take this money to pay down debt and it's going to free up, according to Brett Gaiman, almost $170 million more every year. Why not go with the smart plan? They're not. I don't look for them to. All right, we got to take a break. You're listening to The Moon Graffon Show. We'll be right back.
1: talk 965 KPL we want you to win cash Here's how easy it is Make sure you have our KPL news app downloaded We'll give you 10 codes throughout the day then enter each code you hear on the KPL news app and you could win up to $30,000 And don't forget there will also be 10 daily winners who will get $100 in cold hard cash Just remember, the more codes you enter, the better your chances. You could fill up your tank and your bank when you win cash. Win Cash, brought to you by Matthew James Financial, happening now on News Talk 96.5 KPEL, a Town Square media station.
8: News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It went up, then it blew up. I'm Dave
6: Anthony, Fox News. SpaceX launched the tallest most powerful rocket ever this morning in Texas. But four minutes into its first unmanned test flight, the spacecraft failed to separate from its main rocket booster, and after a series of rolls in the sky, the 394-foot-long Starship broke apart over the Gulf of Mexico. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk then tweeted, it will try again in a few months. The largest spacecraft ever, Starship will ultimately be capable of carrying up to 100 people and eventually send humans to Mars. Fox's Jonathan Sari. It's now three people confirmed dead in Oklahoma by the McLean County Sheriff who says the damage is extensive around Oklahoma City. An assisted living facility got hit hard.
3: The windows are blown out and uh, there's water in the building.
6: Shelley Stewart calls her staff heroes for leading seniors there to safety as the twisters raged. House Republicans will not get to hear what they wanted this morning, the day after a judge denied a New York City district attorney's attempt to block a deposition. While well, they demand answers from Alvin Bragg, who they say politically targeted former President Trump, criminally charging him.
3: A ruling from the Second Circuit Court of Appeals has temporarily put on hold testimony from Mark Pomerantz, a former prosecutor in the Manhattan DA's office who had been subpoenaed by congressional Republicans. Pomerantz worked on the district attorney's investigation into former President Donald Trump for about a year before resigning in 2022.
6: Well, As is Fox's Tonya Jay Powers. Minutes ago in the House, Republicans approved a bill to- to ban transgender athletes in women's sports, but it'll go nowhere in the Democrat-led Senate. And even if it did, President Biden threatens a veto. North Dakota is the latest Republican-led state to impose restrictions on transgender youth treatment. The governor signed a bill this morning criminalizing gender-affirming care for anyone under 18 years old.
0: America's listening to Fox News. Do bank closures, inflation rate hikes, and the roller coaster of the market frighten you as much as it does me? You need to call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it as easy as 1-2-3. One app, one call, and you pick the precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today and learn more about the 1-2-3 protection plan at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info
6: needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. for you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS.
1: Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home.
3: It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says WinCash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code.
1: Your code for this hour is 598. That's 598. WinCash brought to you by Matthew James Financial wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
8: Hey, folks. This is my good friends at... Uh service Chevrolet and Cadillac brand. And as you know, they do a great, great job. And they're having a gigantic sale right now. All 2023 Chevrolet Blazers in stock. There's a deal on that. 2023 Chevrolet Inquinox in stock. Deal on that. 23, 2023 Chevrolet Silverados 1500 crew t- crew cab. Uh, they got big deals on that. It's truck season. So guess what? If it's truck season and our friends at And our friends at Service Chevrolet, guess what? It is truck season. That means Service Chevrolet's got a deal for you. They can find what you need. They've got great specials going on right now. Go to the website. If you go to the website, you're going to find real quick that the deals are sitting there for you to come get. I'm just telling you, if you're buying another vehicle and you're not going to Service Chevrolet and Cadillac, you don't know what you're missing. They are ready to roll. They got incentives. Shop online at servicegm.com, servicegm.com. They're ready to roll, and they got a lot of deals right now. Check us out. Welcome back. Moon graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. You know, there's a couple of things. The spending cap, every Republican ought to be against raising the spending cap. Every single one of them. But, you know, and as I was telling Brandon off the air before we got back on, I said, I talk about this stuff and put voting records. Most people that vote for their elected official, they don't know nothing they voted for or against. That ain't ugly, folks. It's not. It's a fact. Most people just don't care. If they like somebody, they don't care what they voted for. They don't care if they voted to take all that money away next year. They wouldn't know. Because they don't follow it. I get it. you got a life to live and all that stuff. But when I talk about these elected officials, I don't can't remember one of them I missed on yet. I said I haven't. I said I can't remember one I missed on yet. I, I may have missed that. I thought they were going to be good and they ended up being pretty bad. But I never missed on one that I thought was really bad. It turned out to be really good. And people don't follow this. And if you're not going to follow it, we're going to keep electing people that really don't even need to be in government. That's, I mean, I'm just telling you, if the if you got a two-thirds Republicans in the House and two-thirds in the Senate and a supermajority and you can't stop spending cap increases, you're in trouble. Spending debt or whatever you want to call it. You know, we signed this in the 90s. It was to make sure. You know why we passed this in the 90s? It was so we would quit spending so much money. But if you, <laughs> I, I would like to explain this to you. If you, okay, we got a bill. They passed the deal. You can't, you got to raise the cap before you can spend any more money. We, we did that so they would quit spending money. But if they can raise the cap and to spend more money, what good was the bill? Was it, it was just a show-me bill. Most of those people, with the exception of Francis Thompson, but he can go back to the 30s, most of those guys weren't and ladies weren't in there. Why do we want... <laughs> it do not make any sense. Well, we got this protection in now. This is a good government bill. Really? It's a real good government bill to the current flock. The current crew goes, well, we want to spend it. All we got to do... Well, you got all the Democrats. Democrats is so beautiful. They're so pitiful. Raise money, spend money. They voting for it. They don't care what happens to the country. They don't care what happens to you. Democrats, the party of filth and hate, don't care what happens to your kids. They don't, <coughs> they don't care about the future of the country. I'm watching in Washington playoff folks. That late in the program. so You elect all these Republicans. What are they stopping? They let Bell Edwards take us down in economy. They let Bell Edwards make us wear masks. They let Bill Ewell shut our economy down for no reason at all. And, and, and so what am I supposed to do? You got all these Republicans. Well, I mean, I'm just saying we, we elected them for a reason. So let's see. They're not going to stop the spending cap increase. They're going to let it go ahead and raise it up so we can spend it. You got... Republicans over in the House and everywhere else saying, we got to spend it, we got to spend it. You do have a few Republicans that are trying to do what's right, but they never have enough. That's one of my beefs with it. We got Republicans that are conservative. There's not enough of them. The bill should be killed in the House because the Senate is a bunch of wimps and they're not doing anything. How you going to do something over there with a Walmart greeter, a yeller? How you going to change anything with people like that? They're not going to do anything. They're not tough conservatives that are going to wake up. But when we spend the money, we're putting – I'm telling you what part of this is. This, this is my opinion. Jeff – oh, uh, uh, not Jeff. Uh, John Bell Edwards, Paige Cortez, they could care less what happens to the next governor. They don't care if they go down in, in flames. These guys are going to make their money on the backside of their careers. And they're going to make a lot of it. They're going to make a lot more than I'm ever going to see. So why are they doing this? Why do they want to cause problems to our future of Louisiana by raising a spending cap? They're causing a problem on the future of Louisiana. Let me tell you something. When you raise spending caps, one day you're gonna look up and say, you know what? We need to raise taxes to keep up with all of our special all of our needs. We gotta raise taxes to keep up with our needs. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Somewhere in the next year or two, they're going to raise tax. Oh, we got to keep the 0.45, which Republicans passed that too. I know. Be nice to Republicans, Moon. Well, I am being nice. I'm being honest. I don't know how nice I'm being, but I'm being honest about it. If you continue to raise the spending cap and you keep spending more money, you got to have more money. But when all this falls one day, and my God, folks, how can it not, what's happening with the Dems and the federal government and some of the Republicans and what they're doing in Baton Rouge, how, does it, how, does it, how do you keep doing this and expect you to, people to prosper and everything to go great, and this is all about the government? I just, I, I just, you know, where's our priorities? Well, fortified roofs, which are important, we heard they're important. We heard they're important for getting insurance now. You would think Blank Page and that shake's not a fella, they would be leading the charge to make sure that's in the budget before they spend any money on anything else to help him. No, they're going to put it below the budget, and they're going to go around and tell everybody, if you don't break that cap, we can't pay for the fortified roofs. That's exactly what the left does. If you don't do that, we can't allocate money to get federal money to bring it down here. Well, why don't we put that on top of the budget? One of the first things we do. Oh, no, you can't do that. Because see all the projects that are going to pop up that ain't worth a flip that government should be paying for? <laughs> they're going to put them in the budget. But if you put all in below the budget line and they say, well, we need to break the spending cap so I can let my buddy over here get a project and my buddy over here get a project. We can have the Purple Social Club. We can build a lake and a reservoir and a golf course. If you put all that below the budget and they come to you and me, we would go, I don't care about funding none of that crap. But if you take all that and fund it in the budget and then below the budget, you put things you need, like the Fortified Roof Program, or something to do with transportation, or something to do with children, or something to do with school teachers, you put that below, then everybody goes, well, we want to fund that. Well, we got to pass the spending cap to be able to fund. That's what Cortez is doing. He learned that from some of the worst politicians we've ever had, and he's in that group. Brad Island, the rest of them that are doing, I'm going to tell you this. These people are crazy. To see, the good news for them is they got all the Democrats already. And they got so many weak Republicans in the Senate, too many to count. They're going to go along with it. You think, oh, y'all Mark Abraham ain't going to vote for this? The Walmart greeter, Fred Mills, Cortez? I mean, I can go on and on. Stuart Cathy going to vote for this too? I mean, Mike Reese wants to be the president of the Senate. Is is old Mike going to vote for the good old boy network? Mike ain't called to come on yet, has he? Okay, I'm surprised. Don't get many of them state senators, Brandon. You know? Dennis, you
1: get more of the representatives and not the senators.
8: Oh, the senators are the ones that screw it all up. <laughs> why go on that dumb program? Because they don't want to answer questions. Blank Page lives here. He come on this program. I, I'll i put his name on a microphone if he'll come on. Ain't coming. And like I was told with Clay Shakes, not nah, why don't you bring Clay? It ain't never going to happen. So, you sentence the problem. They're out there wanting to spend and break money. Uh, we ain't hearing nothing from. Uh, Erst Palmer actually said that, you know, we don't need to spend all this money. But where's Paul? Where's Cable? Where's the Republican Party? Where's Lobby? Where's Blueprint Louisiana? <laughs> I'm sorry. They've been defunct now for eight years. <laughs> temporary. It said temporary closed. No, they permanently closed. That was a joke in the first place. Blueprint Louisiana. Mom. Boo! Gee whiz, what a joke. That was a joke. I thought they were doing bad. I thought it was a joke then. It's a joke now for sure. So all these debates, folks, all these debates about this money, tell you another prediction I'll make. I, I don't I don't think they're by the way, they wanted to take Brett Guiman and that group of people, and it's a bunch of them, not just Brett, they want to use portion of the $1.1 billion and extra money. From this year and last year to pay off a second pot of debt, one tied to other state employees' pension. Brandon, don't we want to make, I'm asking people, y'all don't want the state pension to be solvent? It's not. I don't care what you get from lay. I don't care what you get. It's not solvent. But it's guaranteed by the state constitution. Don't y'all want that to be, don't y'all want to get that upright and get it straight? But it's not sexy. Nobody's going to win in the short run so they can get their projects. But you got some really conservative lawmakers in the House that are trying to do something right, and you got the dumb Senate that won't do anything right. Using extra money to pay off debt rather than on projects, let lawmakers avoid breaking constitutionally mandated spending limits. And by sending the uh, decision to the local school board, well, anyway, it's another bill. Even, you know who's behind this? Okay appropriations chair, zero Zarang, and Jack McFarland's behind it. In other words, this is probably the way to go. I got to give Z credit. You know, Z is trying to do what's right. And, and he says it's fiscally responsible and helps in many respects the critical needs that frees up funding for future projects. Y'all heard my friend Brett Guyman say we're gonna have a hundred and seventy million extra dollars every year if we do this, but the bill could face a chilly reception in the upper chamber. As Senate President Blank Page Cortez warned Wednesday, that failing to raise the expenditure limit would create a problem. The state would not be able to access federal reallocation for transportation, he argued, and and nor could it spend money on the fortified roof program lawmakers want to fund. You see, important stuff. We can't fund it unless we can spend more, and that's not true, folks. That's a lie right out of his mouth. They said he's expected to pitch, pitch to the Senate Finance Committee Monday morning. Well, that's going to be a favorable group. I wonder if they'll let me pitch. Would they let me pinch it? He said, "I don't think they contemplated not spending one-time money." Cortez said, re- referring to the spending limit in the original's architect. Hey, folks, let me just say it again. They've got one-time money in this budget, and they had one-time money in the last seven of the last eight. John, Bell Edwards who told us, we didn't spend no one-time money. they lying. they lying. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
9: I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422.
8: Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Huh. Folks, my friends at Schumacher Homes are committed to making the custom home building process as enjoyable and hassle-free as possible. They recently took home Gold, the National Association of Home Builders, for best virtual sales experience from their website. Hey, that means it was easy, people liked it, and they loved what they got into. It provides homeowners with the opportunity to customize their dream home all from the comfort of their current home. How about that for service? Plus, it even features an online floor plan finder to help you find the perfect match for your needs. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. Go to the website. Website account area is free and it's a great way to start exploring building your custom home. They're going to build it from start to finish. They're going to walk with you every step of the way. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. If you want a custom home and you want it built right and you want to be proud of it, you owe it to yourself to go to SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. I promise you, when you go there, it's going to be an experience like no other. Schumacherhomes.com. let them build that custom home for you. For a triple price. Fr-
2: the views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 965 KPL or Townsquare Media.
8: Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James excuse me, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, you can always email me, moon at moongraffon.com. A uh, couple other things. Somebody wrote, the eight-year legacy of John Bell, Bell boy, with the help of the Rapparano Republicans, no doubt. He grew the yearly state budget 8 $185 billion and shrunk the population to 132,000. What the heck did we improve over the last eight years spending a combined $263 billion? Uh, that's a great point. John makes the point. John, it's a great point. We've, people don't realize how many people we lost. Uh, we lost in the last few years of people leaving because of jobs. I see the media is trying to cause hurricanes and all. I mean, we've had hurricanes all the time through here. Uh, we, you know, it is true. If we lose so many people, why do we have to keep spending so much money? Somebody need to call Blank Page and ask them, hey, if we're losing all the people, why you got to keep spending more money? If we lost all these people in the fortified roof program, we ought to have plenty of money to do the, uh, the roof program. That's that's a lot of people. We lost sixty seven thousand this in the last two years. You can go and blame hurricanes and all that crap you want to, but you, I'm telling you, if you we're gonna make up excuses and blame things that are not true, uh, the thing you can count on, we won't fix it, and that, that's that, and that's a shame. Now, I'm going to tell y'all that I believe, uh, I believe they they're going to pass their, their pay raises. Because once again, it's something people don't pay attention to. I keep reading the articles; they only make sixty-eight, and that's a lot. I, I had a representative two weeks ago that I talked to. Am I going to tell you who he is? He said, "Man, we make—we probably make right about forty thousand dollars." <laughs> and the guy doesn't live in Baton Rouge area. He's not even close. He's a, few, a couple hours away, and uh. It w- it was funny because I had that figured about right in my head. Now some people can show less, I get it. But 168, if they if they go down to the legislature and, and, and go to have to go work to get per diem 161, follow me on this, Brandon, 161 bucks. So if you work a hundred days, Brandon has sixteen thousand one hundred dollars. If you had the sixteen one with the sixteen eight, you had thirty-two, nine, thirty-three thousand dollars. Everybody with me? They get five hundred dollars a month to do whatever they want to do with it. In other words, they can put it in their pocket. They can pay for gas. Okay. They can uh, put it in a. Uh, they can do whatever they want. So it's it's income for them. They can use it as income. They can use it any way they want to. They can take me and Brandon out to eat supper. Don't hold your breath on that. What I'm saying is, that's another $6,000. You had thirty nine right there. And by the way, a lot of times they go more than 100 days because one of the legislative sessions is 90 just in itself. Not counting going down for committee meetings and all that, they may push her in 20 days. So, when, when, a, when, a, when a, and I would love, I, I met Joe Marino, and it uh, uh, was it Joe Marino? Yeah, Jive and Joe Marino. I met him. His eyes were bigger than your head, Brandon. And I need to get uh job and Joe Marino on here so we can talk intelligently about this because him going- this is what makes me mad them going around and we only make sixteen eight Sharon you had bought into it. Well we need to look at six it's not just sixteen eight that's the base and if they stayed home and did nothing and never went to Baton Rouge and never went to a committee meeting that sixteen they could say that, but I know they got a ninety days. Session and a 60-day session every other year. This year is 60. Last year was 90. Throw in a couple special sessions and boom, you're making $20,000 with the per diem. I'm just, I'm just, this, well, Moon, I think, well, then let them give themselves a big old hefty pay raise. Remember now, the pay raise they're proposing is an increase of in the base pay. Let me explain this to you. Increase in a base pay of forty three thousand two hundred dollars. Teachers, they're hoping to give them two thousand. Forty three thousand two hundred dollars. Now, let's figure this now. All right, Mr. Como. Are we done? When we get back, I'll let you know what the real salary will be. Just want to let you know, folks, this 16-8 is in-your-face or outright lie when somebody tells you that. Just a big, fat lie. We'll take a break. Be right back. Crime
7: is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, sheriff's deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor, Jeff Landry.
8: Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Don't forget my good friends at Stein, and that's one of those great Louisiana companies. All you have to do is go to steinhome.com, steinhome.com, and check out their big sale I have going on now. They have the brochure on the website for you to go check out, but they got everything on the website. They got special financing for 12 months as well. So if you're looking for a big deal, you're one of those people that are looking for something in the garden area, uh, lawnmowers, or are- Flowers or things of that nature, you need to go to steinhome.com. Wow, they got all the big names waiting on you. Better brands right here at Stein. So check them out at steinhome.com. They got a 2023 outdoor power equipment catalog, a new 16-page catalog available in all the stores now. steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Listen to me. Pick up your artist curbside. They got drive through Lumberyard. Stein is that great Louisiana company I've been bragging about for many, many years. And you can order online and go pick it up. Choose the better bucket. Our friends at Stein, steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Sean Pines Market. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Is uh, true? I know. I know. <laughs> we better not say that on air. Uh-huh. All right, folks. 844-766-6607. Wow, it's already past 1030. It is a uh, Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. So let's figure this up. Jive and Joe Marino, Representative Jive and Joe Marino, a Liberal Democrat, voted with Bill Edwards to let boys play in girls' sports. He did. I mean, don't get mad at me, he did. He went right up there with Bell and said, I'm with you, Bell. Boys ought to be playing girls sports, and boys ought to be going in the bathrooms." He did, Job and Joe. So Job and Joe says, hey, I'm leaving. I'll pass a pay raise. By the way, nobody's fussing about this because they keep telling people, they want to make 16.8. The media keeps telling people, I just saw an article. Ain't gotten a raise since 1980. Okay. What was the budget? I tell you, if they could bring the budget down to what it was in 1980, I'd give them yeah, $250,000 a, <laughs> a year. <laughs> yeah. Bring the budget down to hey. 1980, we'd give them $250,000 a year, baby. So let me, follow me on this. So they're claiming sixteen eight. They want the increase to be $40,200 per year increase to 60. I mean, somebody writes, uh, they make more than a Rapides-Paris teacher with 27 years. I know. I know. I don't, I get it. Well, did some, you know, it just popped up on my computer. Free beer. <laughs> I'm laughing. Brad is going, I know what that's about. So we're going to now be at a base of 60,000. So let's just say they work 100 days. You follow me, folks. They work 100 days, and they get their $161 uh, per day. So now Brandon, their base is $76,100. Hey, they're making sure inflation don't hurt them, folks. And then add another $6,000 from the $500 they get and can do anything they want with it be making $82,100. Now, I got to say, that's a pretty good, dang, good, good part-time job, huh? $82,000. Matter of fact, if they make this money and they can get this pay raise, they'll be up there with the likes of California, New York, and Illinois because they make between $70,000, $80,000, and $120,000. So since we just like, you know what else we got in common if they bring this up? Those three states and us, we lead the charge for out-migration of the states. That's how horrible job these people are doing. $82,100. If they raise this thing to the $40,200, they're going to be making 82100 to be an elected official. And I'll say it again. You and me don't have a campaign account. You and me can't go buy a car on the backs of somebody else giving money to the campaign. When you buy a car, you got to take your taxes out before you pay it. They won't have to pay a penny. When I get, if, if you give money to an organization, I got to give it out of my pocket on money I made. They can give it out of the campaign account, like Chamber of Commerce and stuff like that. Look how good they're doing. If we paid our legislature on merit for the progress just over the last eight years— they would have to pay us $80,000 to go to work. Here's the other little dirty secret that I'm telling you you cannot put this on every elected official. I'm telling you, you can't. But as a percentage of them, and it's a pretty good percentage of them, their businesses back home prospers, prospers from being in that legislature. And folks, if you don't think that's true, you're a ding dong. I didn't say you ate a ding dong, you are a ding dong, to believe that some of these guys ain't making a killing back home. And some of them, when they finish their career, are gonna really make a killing. So when they walk up and say, and see, here's a sad thing. I'm not, I don't touch every person to explain this. I'm just telling you. I don't touch enough people to explain this. When somebody walks up to the average person and says, "Hey, how much money we make?" And this is what Joe Marino's part was. He would ask people, "How much money y'all think we make?" And then Joe Marino would go, "We don't make nowhere near that. You know, we only make 168, and that's what makes the newspaper. Folks, that's what makes the newspaper and the media. we first increase in over 40 years. we had an increase in 40 years. I got this piece. This was yesterday. Louisiana House bill could raise the salary for state lawmakers the first time in more 40 years. We got to raise 40. How many people been there for 40 years? Brandon, how many? One, the fee. If you know how much the fee was worth, you would laugh at that. There's not anybody that's been there 40 years. There's nobody that's been there 30 years. Most of them hadn't been there 20 years. So they hadn't been affected by, quote, the 40-year deal. State Representative Joe Marino proposed a bill this season that would more than triple the sixteen eight. The public does not know that we are making a 1980 salary that has not changed. It's not true. And he says, we're going to spend 74% of our, not 75%, Brandon, not 70%, 74% of our time is spent on this. Yep, the lawmakers with the worst states pay the elected officials the most money. Chicago, I mean, Illinois, New York, California, and next, Louisiana, all the states without migration problems. All the states with problems, big time. Job problems. The 160 per day during the season for expenses like travel, lodging, and meals. For a person like me who commutes every day, I'm not seeing the benefits of that. And you talk about the added wear and tear on my vehicle. Well, go get you. Kyle Green of Jefferson Parish said that. a state. Hey, Kyle, go buy you a new vehicle from your um, campaign account. Probably Kyle's got a vehicle from his campaign account. It would be interesting to know if Kyle Green from Jefferson Parish, <coughs> it would be interesting to know if Kyle Green bought his vehicle from his uh, legislative, uh, you know, its, it's a campaign account. I end up spending more and more money to do the job I love. And it's an honorable lifetime to serve the people of the 83rd. Oh, Oh, okay. oh, breaking my heart, folks. Wonder what his voting record is. The lawmaker, this is another one. This is what the media's right. The lawmaker's salary is slightly more than Louisiana minimum wage. 15,080 annually. <clears throat> See what they did in the media? They only brought up fifteen eight to compare it to the sixteen eight that Joe Marino's talking about. And here's another thing. We don't have retirement benefits. No, we cut that out because that was abused. We cut it out. Lawmakers cut it out because it was abused. Every year, that we don't raise the salary to a reasonable amount, we're limiting the number of people who can be state rep. Here we go again. Oh, people are not going to run at this salary. I wonder how it's benefited this business. <laughs> it's... It's amazing, folks. If we allow them to vote themselves a pay raise, we're stupid. They say Mississippi pays about twenty-three-five, Alabama pays about fifty-four, Florida pays about thirty yearly. Well, maybe we ought to be like Florida. They pay thirty. Y'all making more than that. And and by the way, Brandon, I wonder if Mississippi, Alabama, they compare them to the per diem. Be interesting to find out. Would take a break. Be right back. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren. But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases? Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. 337-366-8366 Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com
9: Hi. I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Is your land working for you? The mission here at Magnolia Land Management is to make sure your land works for you. You own it, but we work it. Magnolia Land Management forms alliances with landowners to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their piece of land. Agriculture contracts, leasing and property contracts, timber harvesting programs. These are just a few of the types of services we provide families to help turn their dirt into revenue. So if you're thinking of selling your property, don't. First, call Magnolia Land Management at 337-329-6742. Chastall Brothers.
8: Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James uh, Tax and Wealth Management Highline. I'm just going through some of the other states. Alabama makes 53. Mississippi makes 23.5. Kansas is really good. $88.60 per day per session. Idaho, 18. Georgia, 17. Uh, the more liberal, liberal, liberal states make more. Arkansas, 44. Uh, let me I pull up one more before we take a phone call because I'm just kind of curious. I remember Texas meets every other day, every other year. Brian, you know what Texas gets? You would say Texas does pretty good. 7200 That's their base salary, 7200 Yeah, Yeah, they meet every other year. Oh, yeah. See, my, my proposal, yeah. folks, is real simple. Let's let them keep their salaries. And let the legislature meet every other year. Oh, we can't do that. No, we don't do nothing like Texas. We can't have the economy. We can't have no income taxes. We can't have lower insurance. We can't do nothing like any other state. $7,200. And they get so much a mile, okay? Uh, and it, it's so much a day. $7,200 right there in little old Texas. You know? I, I just, you know... There are some states that make more money. My proposal is simple. I think what they ought to do, okay, my opinion, they ought to meet every other year. It would solve a lot of problems. They're not down there. They can't make the deals. Tennessee, 24,000. Florida, 29,000. So I'm telling y'all, they're going to get a pay raise. My question to y'all, it, normally when I see pay raises, because somebody accomplished something. What are they going to go around and say they accomplished? They broke the spending cap and spent more money. <laughs> Gee Let's go to Dennis, Indian Bayou. How you doing, Dennis? Yes, sir. How are you doing, sir? Doing fine, Moon.
4: Uh, I have a different point of view. Okay. I called because the roads out where I live, Highway 35 south of rain, it's like running over cross ties. I've been there. It's terrible. That's I called horrible. D.O.T.D. They said, oh, we can't afford to fix it. Well, how can they afford to give themselves raises if they can't afford to fix the roads?
8: Hey, well, by know, the way, gotta, let me stop you, you, Dennis. Say- you just brought a great idea to me. Great point, by the way. Okay? If they, if they can show us where they fixed the roads, we'll double their salary. They can't do it. If they can show us where they moved education up, we'll double their salary. They can't do it. I got one better than that, Moon.
4: I got one better than that. Give them bonuses based on how good the state is doing, and tell them make as much money as you can.
8: Yep. I I get it. I get it. But I'm telling you, you hit it on the head. Why, if y'all done so good in these last forty years, we got an 18 billion dollar road backlog. Why is education falling around 50? Why is I health care? Even I though we added it. all this Medicare... I mean, we I could go on and on and on about why it's not good to give these guys pay raises because they can't come to... At least Florida can say, hey, we're prosperous Texas, Tennessee. You know what Mississippi and Arkansas are saying now? At least we're not Louisiana.
4: Yeah. Well, you were talking to the state treasurer the other day. He said he's got $16 billion that he invests. How about if they take... 10% of the interest they make on that money and put into the roads.
8: If they got so much money that they're investing. No, no, no. Let me give you another one. According to blank page, Cortez, his word, not mine. If we don't raise the spending cap, we can't go fix all these roads. Now they were just telling us we got all that <laughs> said say we got all this big investment in roads. We got uh pothole Wilson out there running for governor potholes out there announcing all this stuff. And I thought we had all this. Stuff. No, only if we raise the spending cap, can we? Because it's not a priority, Dennis. Our roads are not fixed. We They've never, ever, ever been priority. I still don't think they are priorities. No, they don't care. You know why? Because we got to uh, pay
4: money to get an inspection sticker to make sure our car is good enough to be on the road. But nobody's inspecting the road to make sure it's good enough for our car to be on it. And they're making so much money off of the taxes they're collecting for us having to fix the front end and get tires and stuff. They don't want to ruin that.
8: No, I told you, we, we don't have, we don't, when people demand change, we'll get it. People are scared to death of change. That's my frustration. Why are we so scared to change something? Why? What do we got to lose? I'm just asking, what do we have to lose? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh it's 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 that's my frustration, the whole thing, Dennis. I think you hit it on the head though. Okay? If they're gonna do a pay raise instead of them selling this lie that we only make sixteen eight, and that's a lie, then what they ought to do is, okay, we're gonna double your pay. Let's go over all the things y'all have accomplished. Where's tort reform? Where's liability insurance reform? When are we going to stop the lawyers from making all kinds of money? When is our jobs going to come back in the oil and gas industry? I mean, I can just go on and on with it. I just think, I just know this. I haven't worked for many people in my life. I've worked for myself mostly. Okay. That, that's good and bad, by the way. But I know this when I work for people and they give me a pay raise, they would normally come in and say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. I'm gonna bump you up. I say, man, thank you so much, and it make me work harder. What are these guys gonna do for getting bumped up in salary by forty thousand two hundred dollars? That's my question, Dan. What do you What do you think they can come sell us? But do you know how it's being sold? We only make sixteen dollars eh? We had a pay raise in forty years. Well, nobody's been there for forty years except Francis Thompson. You know, I mean. I look, and I just look, There are a lot of people make less than us, and there are a bunch of them make more. But I' telling you, they're gonna they're gonna pass something, Dennis, because the people don't care enough to watch what these people are doing. Just don't. I, I hate to say it, but they don't. Anything else? Uh, yeah, you know how uh,
4: the uh, left and the Democrats said there's more than one gender. Well, let them have sports according to gender. I know when when I was in little league, we had to bring our birth certificate to make sure we were of a certain age yep. to be able to play. Well, why can't they bring a birth certificate to say you're of this gender to well, be able up. to play? Well, or on, let me, let go me st-
8: play in the other genders. Yeah. Why? By the way, uh, I, I know you misspoke, but you said Democrats say we only got one gender. No, Democrats no, say we have got have 50, more than 50, more, fifty. Oh, more than, more than, than one. Okay, I'm about to say they think we got fifty or sixty. Uh, God yeah. said we got two. I, I got the backing of the Lord on that one. And I got the backing of science that says we have two genders. There's new stuff they come up with but is you know, all made up.
4: You know how we said we got to play? We got to beat them at their home game? Well, you got more than one gender. That's fine. We got more than one gender sports categories. You want to be trans? Go swim with the trans.
8: All right, my brother. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I didn't get to a lot of the stuff I wanted to get to. Uh, Philip DeVille has got a bill out. Lobby's pushing. House Ways and Means, Philip DeVille, which would phase down the severance tax from 12.5 to 8.5 over the next eight years. It passed 11 to 2. See, this is the kind of bill I'm talking about. Philip DeVille is a very smart guy. Philip DeVille is a very conservative guy. I'm going to give him all the credit in the world. But this is what we do we got a severance tax bill, and we're going to cut it and phase it out over eight years. And it's not going to be phased out. It's just going to be cut from 12.5 to 8.5. Those are the kind of things we need to do overnight. Not eight years, and it only knocks about, what is that, a quarter of it off? 25%. And that's what I mean by we have no urgency to change anything. So what we do here, we do it over 10 and 20 years. You heard Daniel Erspelma. The tax moves they made to eventually get with no income tax, you already got people fighting back on that. They were already fighting against the bill they passed last year that made my taxes go up, by the way. I just paid my taxes. Gee whiz. And by the way, before you think I make a lot of money, I make a living. I make a good living. I'm very thankful. But, I mean, gee whiz. You make a few extra more dollars and 50% of it goes to the federal and state government. All right, I had to break it up, but I have a ton of stuff in the third hour. Don't go nowhere if you can. If you want to listen again, Moongraphon.com, listen live. The rest of you, God bless. Have an awesome day. Uh, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Friday. Today's Friday Eve already. Yes. I've been traveling too much. All right, we'll take a break.
7: A show that's
6: not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. From here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.